What's up, you guys? This is another episode of the Triple Option Report. We're talking about sports, comics, and pop culture. And of course, today's Monday, so you know what that means. It's the weekend recap. We're a recap everything that happened in sports, comics, and pop culture over the weekend. So, first off, uh, I'll start with sports, and uh, I'll start with college football. So, of course, the Red River Showdown happened, and that's a huge thing. You know, I always say that Michigan-Ohio State is the biggest uh, rivalry in, in college football and in all of college sports, but I think probably the craziest rivalry in terms of, like, just entertainment value every single year is most likely going to be Oklahoma-Texas. And, and this year was no different. A lot of ups and downs, a lot of turnovers at first. Uh, uh, well, it started out uh, two picks by Quinn Ewers, but then... Uh, uh, a block punt for a touchdown by Texas, tied up seven to seven. Yeah, it, it went back and forth. Uh, but at the end of the day, uh, Dylan Gabriel, uh, star quarterback for Oklahoma, not only did he fall out, he's now in the Heisman Heisman uh, discussion. Like, like I wouldn't call him first place. He's had some great stats, but I don't know yet. Caleb Williams for USC had a little bit of a... He struggled a little against Arizona. They still won, and he still had really good stats, but it wasn't his usual. And there's still Michael Penix from Washington. Like, there's still some absolute studs. So uh, I, I can't say that he's, like, the front runner right now or the leader, but he's definitely now in discussion. He's a finalist at this point. If, if, the, if the Heisman were today, he'd be a finalist. So, yeah... Dylan Gabriel in Oklahoma, they proved last year was just a down year. Like, they, this is a completely different team. Way better than last year's. Texas is great, too. Don't don't question, like, like don't, don't get it twisted. Like, Texas is still a very good team. It's just Oklahoma. They won revenge over the, the shellacking they took last year. And, and they got it. Uh, another top five team, Ohio State Maryland. It was kind of weird. That first half, I felt like Maryland left a lot of points on the table. They could have been up 21 to nothing, honestly, at one point in the first half. Like, they kind of dominated Ohio State in the first half. And then Maryland, a combination of Maryland shooting themselves in the foot in the second half, and Ohio State turning up a notch on defense, most especially. Like, it, it led to a, a 20-point win and a backdoor cover in a way, I guess. Since they were feared by, like, what, 18 and a half points or something like that, Ohio State, and they won by 20. So, yeah, like, like the Ohio State looked really good at the end, but it was still a slow start, and there's still some holes. I'm not that high in their running game still. Like, the offense isn't what it... This Ohio State team's kind of like a throwback, honestly. Like, it's nothing like what you would expect from a Ryan Day coached Ohio State team. Like, you would think it would be offense, offense, kind of finesse, you know. No, this team kind of reminds me of, of the Jim Schressel teams. The offense is very questionable. And it gets a, a top proper defense, it could struggle. But the defense is physical and legit. Like a top ten, top five defense. So like like this Ohio State team kinda of feels like a throwback to like the two thousands. And yeah. But like they're still winning. Next matchup is for for them is Purdue and, and that's could be interesting one because that Purdue and I know Purdue hasn't been the best this year, but it's still you never know. You know, prime example, 
2009, Ohio State won the Roller Bowl that year, and I believe they won the Big Ten. They lost to Purdue at Purdue. And Purdue didn't even make a bowl game that year. So, yeah. <laughs> like, like, is that Purdue? Uh, yeah. Just saying. Uh, LSU, Missouri. LSU and Missouri was insanely entertaining. Like, it's exactly what you expect. Two teams with very good offenses, but the defenses leave a lot to be desired, especially LSU. LSU, their defense is really bad. I thought they lose because of how bad their defense was, and they almost did. But Jaden Daniels, man. Speak, speaking of a, of, a, of a guy who's putting himself in the Heisman contendership, like, I think the thing that will hurt Jane Daniels' chances is that LSU's most likely not going to make the playoffs. Like, they're probably going to have what? How many losses? They only have two. I mean, the defense, how bad that is, like, they could easily slip up and get, like, three or four. So, like, yeah, probably has no shot at the Heisman, unfortunately. But he could still be a finalist. His stats are crazy. That dude's carrying LSU in his back. A low-key kind of day with a broke, like, what, injured ribs at the end of that game against Missouri? The monster. Uh, Bama A&M? and um, I don't know, man. Jimbo Fisher kind of, like, he was coaching really well, and then later on, he reared his ugly head, you know, typical Jimbo Fisher problems that happened with his coaching. And there were some very questionable things that were... Uh, uh, that's very questionable coaching decisions by him at, in the second half against Bama. And Bama won another close game. They don't look that impressive this year, but they're winning. So it is what it is. They got Arkansas next. I still think Bama and Ohio State, I'm still sticking to my, my bold prediction that Bama and Ohio State will both go 9-3 and three and face each other in the Citrus Bowl. I, I, I'm sticking with that. But Bama keeps winning, so congrats to them. Only one loss so far. Uh... Now, there are some teams that stood out. Georgia and Michigan. Georgia had looked... I mean, Michigan had looked dominant, honestly, all year. They've dominated their competition to a disturbingly, like, easy level. Like, they have not struggled. They have not been, like, stressed to have their backs against the wall. They've kind of just coasted, honestly. Like, they've demolished their competition. Like, Like, to the point that, if I'm correct... Like they show, they said like like there are stats that uh, JJ McCarthy, his Heisman chances are getting hurt because of how dominant Michigan is. He never plays in the fourth quarter. He's only played in the fourth quarter four snaps. I mean, it all there were what four passes, and they're all complete passes for forty six yards, averaging ten yards, about a little over that per pass. But like he has some of the highest uh, okay, what the top three in, in uh, completion percentage despite having a lot more, like, way longer attempted throws. Like, therefore, a lot more yardage than other than the other two quarterbacks up there. His, his passes, he has several passes over 20 yards. Like, he's he's not, pa- I mean, he's passing a good bit, but it's all for good chunks. It's all still very accurate. Like, if you look at his quarterback rating and everything, he's probably, if he weren't, if, if, if Michigan wasn't dominating the competition so much, he was actually allowed to play in the fourth quarter, and he kept those stats up. He'd probably be the Heisman frontrunner right now. That's how good his stats are. So yeah, that's how dominant Michigan has been. They just demolish everyone. Don't play your starters in the fourth quarter at all. Yeah, and honestly, looking at that schedule and looking at how they're playing, I don't see anything different heading into the Penn State game, like what, November 11th, I believe. 
Like, yeah, they're going to dominate all the way to there. They're averaging giving up, what, six points a game, I think, or a little less than that. Like, like yeah, honestly, they could average giving up even less than that heading to the Penn State game. I've never seen a team average less than six, give it le- less than six points a game deep into November. That's how good Michigan is. It's not even close. Georgia finally showed it. Georgia had been kind of struggling. I, I said they remind me of 2014 Florida State in the last uh, episode, and yeah, they did. But this, this, oh, Kentucky was ranked, and they demolished Kentucky, wiped them off the face of the earth, put 50 plus on them. Like, they destroyed Kentucky. So, if Georgia plays like this, they're going to go undefeated in the regular season. Like, but Michigan, they look really good, man. I still think they're the best team in the country. How they're playing, they're demolishing their competition. Like, you might say, like, oh, they're not facing them. But other teams have faced teams of that caliber, and they struggle at times. Like, no, Michigan's beating them like they beat, like, a, 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 a random cupcake from, like, I don't know, the Southwest Conference or something. Like, like they're... they're like the SoCon or something. Like, they're demolishing teams right now. Like, they're FCS schools. Like, they're cupcakes. So, like, like they're actually playing better in the Big Ten. They're playing even more dominant in the Big Ten play than in the non-conference. So, yeah, like, like you know, I still think Michigan's the best team right now. But Georgia, they play like that. You can see a Michigan-Georgia matchup in the, in the, in the National Championship game, honestly. Uh, other schools that look really good, North Carolina... They are not, like, I'm glad people are starting to finally talk about Louisville. Louisville has been undefeated but not ranked. They dominated Notre Dame, and they look good, man. Louisville, they look legit, man. Uh, North Carolina also looks legit. No one talks about them, man. That's kind of confusing to me. Like, like they have a high, like a, a top-drafted quarterback. Like, he's going to be a top-10 draft pick in Drake May. This guy is a dark horse Heisman contender in his own right. You have Matt Brown. They are dominating their competition and no one's talking about them. I get their basketball school, but still. And Wyoming and Air Force are two other schools that confuse me why they're not ranked. Air Force is undefeated. Wyoming has one loss to Texas. It's being Fresno State and Texas Tech. And yet, neither is ranked. That's baffling to me. Uh, Notre Dame and Miami were two teams that stood out in a bad way. Notre Dame has been struggling lately. They look great at first. They look like a playoff contender. They look like a national title contender. And, and these last three weeks, they have not lost Ohio State in baffling uh, fashion, bone-headed fashion. Lost, I mean, almost lost Duke. Struggled with them. And now they sh- they lost in Louisville by, what, two touchdowns? They do not play well on the road. I don't know, man. I like this Notre Dame team. They're not going to say they look fraudulent, but they might not even make a New Year's Six Bowl game. Wow. In Miami, that was just a boneheaded play calling at the end. That was so stupid. Like, why are you not kneeling the ball? Do you not remember UNLV in, in, in Baylor? You don't remember Kevin Steele in Baylor against UNLV. When he... Baylor was so bad back in these days. When he had football. Oof. But yeah, when... Because when, when, UNLV was terrible, too. And, and this man just had to kneel the ball and he ran it. Instead, because who knows why, fumble the ball, return for a touchdown. You, you just have to kneel the ball. And, and now you have the old line, old line coach saying, like repeatedly telling people like multiple times, kneel the ball. That's a bad look. 
And you try to throw your, your people under the bus and they didn't do a second press conference with your AD and president in there, like looking directly at you, like dark side with the omega beams just staring at you, staring a hole through you while you have to say like, okay, this is my fault. That's embarrassing. You better be glad you didn't get fired over that because that's a fireable offense, honestly, as a head coach. That is insane decision-making. That UT, Miami is now at the backs against the wall. They can't lose again or they're not going to make the playoffs. You could have made the playoffs. You used to go undefeated and you beat Jordan Tech, right? Keep winning. You beat Florida State. Like, that's a big wreck. Like, losing to Georgia Tech, who just got ran out to feel like Bowling Green the week before, has a bad look. Just baffling. But, yeah, like, like that's what I have to say about college football. Uh, now, on to the NFL. First off, Jacksonville and, and, and the Bills, Buffalo and London. Jacksonville is practically, like, their second home is practically in, in, in London at this point. I get it. Uh... Shot like uh, Khan, like the owner, his son Tony Khan, he owns Fulham FC. Uh, that's in London, obviously. And you know, AEW had the biggest wrestling show of all time, of course, in London. The Jaguars have been in London, owned by Tony Khan's dad, Shot Khan. I hope I pronounced that correctly for multiple times. At this point, it's like another home game, so I get it. It's just hilarious. But the Jaguars, I mean, play like it's a home game. They came with it. And the Bills played really good, but the Jaguars, man. I get why Diggs was pissed. <laughs> that was hilarious. But at the same time, like, like I like I don't know, man. Jaguars are no joke. I I, I we just saw what the Bills did to the Dolphins last week. They just did, uh, did a demolition job. They done a demolition job to every team they played post week one until this game. Jaguars, like I said, I predicted that team's a, a, a dark horse, man. Watch out for Jacksonville. Uh, another dark horse? The Lions, man. The Lions look really good. That defense is dominant. That uh, that offense looks great. Like, everything looks really good. At, is there a flaw in this Lions team? I don't know. It's not very clear. Like, it, it, you know, just to, to, to tell you, like, this Lions team could legit make the Super Bowl, and it wouldn't surprise me. Like, I don't... But when you think about it, it's not that crazy, because the Saints also made won a... They, the Saints won a Super Bowl. The Buccaneers won a Super Bowl. The Buccaneers have two Super Bowl rings, y'all. Tampa Bay. You talk about Detroit. Tampa Bay was arguably outside me, like the Clippers or something, like... The worst franchise in like American sports, period, historically, and they've gotten two. They have two Super Bowl rings. Not one, two, multiple. Like, like, so, like, it's possible. The Arizona Cardinals. You're talking about the Detroit Lions. The Cardinals are an original team. They're with like uh, Chicago Bears and, and should be called what the Decatur Staleys, something like that, and the Green and the Green Bay Packers. They're with the Packers and the Bears. It's like the last remaining original teams in the NFL that like back like the 1910s. And they've been awful almost their entire history. And they made a Super Bowl and almost won it. So like, yeah, no. like <laughs> The Lions making the Super Bowl wouldn't be that shocking. Like I've seen, we've seen things happen. We've seen the, the Saints can make it and and and, and, uh, and, uh, and the Cardinals can make it and the Buccaneers can win it twice. The Lions can make it. 
Yeah, the Lions would not surprise me at all. They are legit. That's the top team. The Patriots are the exact opposite. Reminds me of the Cowboys when uh, the end of the 90s came, like, the beginning of the 2000s as a little kid. Cowboys are awful. You're in a massive drop-off. And the same thing looks like it's happening with the Patriots. Like, it, it's kind of surreal to look at. Because this is a team that was dominant for years, and now they look like the worst team in the NFL almost. Might be. Like, they look awful. And I don't know how the future bodes for them, man. Like, they could really be in a in, in a black hole for a while. Kind of like the Cowboys, honestly. By the end, I mean, the Cowboys are not bad. And like, no, they're not bad now. But they just don't seem like they're going to win a Super Bowl in years. Speaking of that, oh, man. All right. Well, I'll talk about that later on. I want to talk about the rest of this. I got that in the store. Uh, the Colts, uh, their quarterback, another injury. Oh, boy. Okay. And the driving the Colts are starting to turn it back around again. They signed John, Jonathan Taylor rightfully to a very good contract, very lucrative, and then this happens. This, uh, why is this always happening with the Colts, man? They just got to invest in an O-line, in, a, in an even stronger one, just to keep your quarterback healthy. Because, man, speaking of healthy, the Ravens, that team is broken down. It's kind of sad because, like, if the Ravens, this is the second straight year in a row. If that team was healthy, looking at that roster, they can make a Super Bowl. They can win a ring, honestly, if, if they were healthy. But they're just so demolished with injuries every single year, it seems. And now the receivers can't catch. It's rough. Like, the, the, the Ravens, man, I don't know. They'll make the playoffs, I think, but winning a ring or even winning a, a playoff game is going to be very, very difficult for them. This year. And it sucks, honestly, for them. Uh, the Jets and Broncos. That was a hilarious hot mess. Uh, Brees Hall was a beast, obviously, as I've said in the past. Uh, they finally used him, and look, uh, it's ironic and hilarious because, again, Sean Payton absolutely demolished uh, Nathaniel Hackett over the offseason, like just laid it, shredded him. And now, Nathaniel Hackett is on the Jets coaching staff, and Sean Payton's lost again. This, just hilarious, honestly. Uh, the, uh, that, that Broncos team is bad. They're very bad. They're very bad. Also, I'm happy for Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson, he got a lot of flag. It's going to be something, it's, this is going to be connected to my Cowboys thing, too. Older players who are retired, please don't try to do this crap for clicks thing where you talk crap about, you know, the players playing now just so you can get clicks or attention. It's stupid. It looks bad. It just looks really bad. Like, come on. You're you're above this. Leave that for, like, a shock shock type of, of a journalist. Not you guys. You guys play the game. You guys know better. Oh, dear. But yeah, Zach Wilson, he looks... He, hey! The team, the team has a lot of talent. Like I said, just decent quarterback play, decent O-line play, and that team could really do things. But, yeah, the Broncos, I don't know what the hope is for that team. Uh, And, yeah, Cowboys. I'll just say this, just to keep it uh, short for both teams. 49ers look like the best team in the NFL right now, honestly. They look like the, they look like the favorites to win it all. Seriously. 
Like, it's going to be hard. Like, they're probably going to end up a season with only one loss, probably. Like, one or maybe two at the end of the season when they already locked everything and they don't want to get anybody hurt. Like, that's it, really. Outside of that, no, man, I don't know. They don't have a fall. At all. They look scary good. And as for the Cowboys, ugh. All right. I'm going to say something. Dak's not terrible. I think Dak's a good quarterback. I don't know. It's starting to remind me very much like Tony Romo. And at this point, Dak's in his, he's starting 2015, no, 2016 was his first year with the Cowboys, if I'm correct. He's in his, what, seventh year now? 2016, 2016. Eighth year. All right, Tony Romo was, what, 10 years? And then Dak came in and replaced him. All right. We might have to start thinking about this. Just, uh, it's unfortunate because his career, his peak was wasted having Jason Garrett there. It's just a lot of things. At the end of the day, I think the, at the end of the day, the common denominator is still Jerry Jones. I just, I would like for him to sell a team, please. I'm a Cowboys fan. If he sold the team, I would not be surprised if Dallas won a Super Bowl in won a, a Super Bowl in the span of like two or three years. Honestly, like immediately, he does things and he hires certain people and everything. Like it, it just doesn't work out. He wants too much control. Like you're an owner. Why do you want to be a GM? You're an owner. You, you're a good owner. You make a lot of money for the team. Just do that. And then hire an actual good GM who will hire good coaches so that you don't waste your top players' prime of their careers because he had bad coaches coaching over him. Just whatever. Honestly. At this point, I've given up as a Cowboys fan. I don't see this team winning a, a, a ring anytime that and, until Jerry Jones retires or sells this team, I don't see it happening, honestly. It's a shame. Because uh, what they're going to do with Dak and eventually he'll have to like sit down or like a couple years later when he gets too old and then replace him with another quarterback and then they'll have him being coached by someone who shouldn't be coaching them because they will overpower or, or like overtalk uh, 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 Jerry Jones and then this team will not reach his potential and then that quarterback gets old beaten down and bruised and it's, it's an ongoing cycle so at this point I don't care it is what it is just they're gonna make the playoffs and they're not gonna do anything either so not too bad this is also a thing like, like this is the thing that makes it suck they're good enough that they'll make they'll make the playoffs every year but they're not gonna do anything in the playoffs but they're not bad enough where they can get you know a complete rebuild so it's in a depressing spot. So yeah, I'm, yeah, that's that's it. But on to happier things. The WNBA, that fight, that that game one of that finals, Aces and Liberty. You keep that up. Like I said, it is the thing that's going to make the WNBA jump up the same way. Uh, 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 this last two to three tournaments have made women's college basketball jump up. I'm telling y'all, this is it. Like, what a series. Like, what a game. You had, what, four different ladies with the Aces scored 20 points or something like, like close to that? Like, those are the crazy stats, man. And then the the, the five threes made by 
The Liberty Naces are our two best teams in, in WNBA, clearly. And whoever wins this is an all-time team. I think they're both all-time teams. But, like, I, I was sticking with my, with my pick. I said the Aces were going to win game one, and they're going to win the series in five. I'm sticking with that. But, man, it's going to be a great. And if it's if those games, like, if it, uh, all the other, if this goes five, and all the other four games are like game one, that's all you need, honestly. WBA is in great hands in the future. Definitely. There's nothing but growth from here on out. Uh, as for the MLB, I was completely off. <laughs> Literally, every game I was off. Uh, I picked uh, the Dodgers to win. Uh, they did not. They had, oh man, they did not look good. Dodgers look really bad. Uh, I picked the Braves to win. That sure as heck didn't happen. Uh, I picked the Orioles to win. That didn't happen either. They lost twice now, so... Yeah. I picked the Twins to win. And the Twins? Okay. They they, they lost the first one, but... They turned around. They won the second one. Okay. Like, I, I'll, I'll do this. My Orioles one looks dead in the water. At this point. And so is my Braves one, honestly. That one looks pretty dead, too. Uh... Outside of that, I still have hope for the Dodgers. I think they're a talented team. Like, they can't be getting... It'd be kind of cool to see the Diamondbacks, I guess, because it reminds me of the 2000s when the Diamondbacks were really good, like the early to mid-2000s, where they're just randomly going to, like, uh, 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 deep into uh, the playoffs, like almost making World Series uh, uh, matchups. But, like, it, so that would be kind of cool. But still, I, I thought the Dodgers... Enough talent, Mookie Betts, and I, I, Mookie Betts, and everything. Like I thought, the Dodgers would be a lot better than this. That was a rough, a rough game one. Wow, but like, yeah, but look, I'll say this: I still have, I still think the Dodgers. I still have belief in the Dodgers. And my Twins still look, the Twins still look good. So who knows? Like I, I, I got those two right. Braves and the Orioles, though. Yeah, might want to pack that one up. Pack those two up. Uh, no, not gonna happen. I don't think. So yeah, I got to change it up. Uh, the Phillies and the Rangers. So the Rangers versus the Twins and the Phillies versus the Dodgers. I'll still go with the Dodgers winning that one. Rangers and Twins. Kid the rate. I don't know. I'll, I'll stick with the Twins. I'll go with the Twins this time. Yeah. Why not? Screw it. Twins versus. Dodgers, and the Dodgers win, but it's unique. Twins in a, in a World Series, cool. Like we haven't seen that one, and I know I'm a Tigers fan. So people are like, "Whoa, what? You're a Tigers fan? You're supposed to not like the Twins." I don't like the Twins, but nowhere near how I despise the Cleveland and, and the White Sox. I despise those two teams. Absolutely. And it, like I would be very happy if, if, if Cleveland or the, the White Sox never won a World Series, especially the White Sox. Ah, yuck! But like the Twins are cool. Uh, but yeah, like like at the end of the day, I still about the Dodgers winning the whole thing. I still think the Dodgers will win the World Series. I don't know. So yeah, also a couple more, more things that happened. Uh, in boxing. Brian Bullback McIntyre, if you hadn't noticed, he's like one of the main trainers for Terrence Crawford. He went to, uh, this is bad, he went overseas with a gun, and you can't do that, especially in the UK. They do not play with that, and he got blessed because he's out. Usually, you get an automatic, like, what, five years at least in prison for that? Or like a ban 
from the country permanently. Like, he got out of there quickly. I don't think he got a ban either. That, you got lucky, man. Because, uh, yeah, in most cases, yeah, that's either spending at least five years in prison or he's banned from England and that would either knock out any shits of Terrence Crawford we're fighting in the UK or Terrence Crawford's going to have to put uh, replace somebody in, 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 in his uh, training group. But, hey, it didn't happen. So, look at that. Uh, also, U.S. Gymnastics, all I'm going to say is that with Simone Biles, I mean, that team, and it's in general, 2024 Summer Olympics next year. And Paris, watch out. That's going to be a hyped Olympics. I think it's going to be the best one since 2012. But uh, yeah, that's it for uh, sports. Uh, a very sports-dominating episode, definitely. But I still got some other stuff that I got to talk about. The comics first. Uh, first off, Loki. Like, so, great. From what I've seen, great. And no spoilers spoilers or anything like that, but uh, let's just say from stuff that, that they showed, I'm hyped. I, that can really hype you in a good way for the future in the MCU. And then it's something that they need because it's been kind of, not dead, but you know, it's been kind of dormant for a while. So, like, like that surge, I really do feel like the X-Men and stuff like that will help boost that. I, I'm a little hyped. I've seen certain things in that show. And more of Easter eggs, but still. Uh, also, in re- referring to the end of this era, that should lead to that era, uh, uh, the King Dynasty and, and uh, Secret Wars. That's that. Okay, first off, Secret Wars is, if anyone who knows comics, two versions of Secret Wars. It's, it's very rare. When it comes to events or, or storylines, to have a sequel in both the original and the sequel are both iconic in no way. The original Secret Wars in the 80s in, for Marvel was arguably the most iconic event in the history of the, uh, of the company. It is. The second one in 2015 is one of the greatest like, events actually like, written like quality-wise in the history of, of, of Marvel. It's... The best mega event they that I've seen in comic books in a long time, so both are classics. So that's a lot to to have to uh, uh, match in, in, in the movies. If they can pull it off, but I'll just say this: if the, those rumors or leaks, or whatever that, if that was remotely true, uh, and taking a grain of salt, these rumors, I do not know if that's they're going to match that in quality. The comics, <laughs> if, if if those rumors are true, which yeah, you can look it up on on it's, it's on like Twitter and Reddit and stuff like that. So like you should it's like on yeah Twitter and Reddit and stuff like that. So you should still take it a grain of salt, obviously, because a lot of stuff leaked or whatever was there, and is on not being true. But still, like if if it's not like like. Let's just, I, I hope they knock out the park because Marvel and MCU in general, and MCU, Marvel Comics has been doing really good, but the MCU has been kind of in a lull lately, the last three to four years. Well, yeah, about. And they kind of need to get back to how they were. It was special moment. It's hard to, to copy that, but man, that 2014 to 2019 run was monster of Marvel. If they can get back to that somehow, 
man. But hopefully this 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 starts it and it leads to the X Men and, and Fantastic Four and, and Fox and all that coming on because there's so much you can, you can tell with those two uh, properties. Fantastic Four have a massive uh, supporting cast and so is the X Men, obviously. So you, the potential there is massive and Fox fumbled horrifically. If Disney can can reach that potential, you'd have to Avengers were good. These two could blow them out the water, honestly. That's how good they are. So that was it for comics. And from my last year in pop culture, uh, first off, Drake's album, I saw, I, I listened to it. It's disappointing, honestly. It's it's not, it's right of the middle of what he's been. Hot take here, I guess. Drake hasn't made a good album since What a Time to Be Alive. Anything since Views has been above average at best. Views was okay. It was fine. Everything after that, for most part, was bad, if not worse, to me. Seriously. I've not been a fan of anything, barely anything Drake's put out post uh, uh, What a Time to Be Alive. And as for his solo stuff, yeah, like it's crazy because I always thought uh, his first two mixtapes, the original ones, they're fine. They're good. But you know, kind of sound like a generic good lyricist, lyrical rapper. But that was it. His third mixtape, So Far Gone, was outstanding. Still one of my favorite mixtapes ever. Seriously. Uh, a great mixtape and one of the best things Drake's put out. Uh, Thank Me Later, I thought it was pretty good. It was a, a fine debut album. Nothing like outstanding, but it was so, it, it was good. It was good. Take Care, though? That's a classic. Take Care is the best thing he's ever put out to me. And it's a legit classic. Instant classic. A magnificent album, honestly. Like, across the board, everything was great with that one. Uh, uh, Nothing Was the Same was really good. Really good. Low-key kind of underrated, honestly, because it's not as tough about as Take Care, but it, it's really good. All right, and then if you read this, it's too late. To me, it's the second best work after Take Care. That was a great mixtape, man. It, but after that, What Time to Be Alive was good, but, like, Views was fine. It just fell off after that. I don't know if he just got older, you know, he has a lot of success, you rest in your laurels, I think all that combined, it, it, he's just not the same, man. It's, it's, it, it is what it is at this point. And, you know, look, look, I wouldn't be too angry about it. I know we got upset at Joe Budden and everything, but like, look at your career like this. You have a great career, obviously. You have an all-time career. You're one of the most famous and successful rappers of all time. I'd be fine with that. And you, you put out some critically acclaimed stuff. A lot of critically acclaimed stuff. You were a trendsetter for a while. Like, I would... I'd be cool with that. I think it's right for him to take a break. I think he's... I he might be running out of material. I don't know what's up. But, like, I think... I think I think he should take a break for a while, honestly. And just, like, see, like, what's up. What can he do? Because one thing I think that's hurt him is that he used to be... And this is something my brother's talked about. He used to be ahead of the curve. But ever since Views, he's kind of... Not copy, but, you know, follow whatever was hot. And so... I think that's also hurt him. If he can just find out a way to be ahead of the curve again, he can turn this around again. Also, his lyrics and everything, his wordplay hasn't been as good. He's come all kind of, he's getting up there in age, so he can't really do the whole 
moody, uh, that, you know, like, 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 uh, I'm following for his later 20s, stuff like, like, you're getting older now. It just comes off like, how do you do, fellow kids, kind of. Like, it's not the same to me. I don't know. Like, that, but who knows? Like, maybe he can turn around and get himself, uh, like, like, have a different Drake. Like, uh, like, he just needs to do something that's different from what he's been doing for the last oof, seven years at this point. Like, something different. And be ahead of the curve. And he could, who knows, he could get back to what he was in the past. But yeah, like, like he's been on a downward spiral, honestly, for a while now. It's unfortunate, but it is what it is at this point. I would say a good thing is that hip-hop is back on top again. In R&B and pop. Uh, country had this weird thing where it was dominating the shots for a while, but that's kind of over with now. So that's a nice thing, I guess. I shouldn't say that. <laughs> I like country music. There's some good country music. It's just that a lot of it isn't what they're putting out, at least as mainstream, isn't my cup of tea. But I can say that for a lot of genres, honestly. So uh, I won't point out country too much. But yeah, it is what it is. Uh, one more thing I want to talk about is pro wrestling. There are some great shows. Japan kicked butt this weekend. New Japan Pro Wrestling, Stardom, TJPW, uh, Pro Wrestling Noah. Like, there's, there's some there's some other shows. I think the DDT put out something. The Glee put out something. Like, there's some, a lot of, of shows that, and a lot of Japanese shows in pro wrestling that came out this weekend. So, if you're into Japanese pro wrestling, yeah. Look at, uh, if you if you want to, get into it. Like, like I talked about, I talked about a little in the past, like, with Gmail Climax preview, like, New Japan Pro Wrestling, but there's some other people that you can look into for that. Google search, it did wonders for me. When I was, like, learning about this stuff a while ago, like, over a decade ago, I just looked it up and I started researching it. I loved it. So, like, like, who knows? You'll love it too, probably. So, that's it for uh, my weekend recap. Uh, now it's time for my big time pick. Obviously, uh, the, I'm a big sports guy, so might as well stick with the biggest thing out tonight. Late night football, Packers and Raiders. I'll go with. I like Max Crosby; he's a beast. But uh, so is Rashawn Gary. Both have top end elite uh, edge rushers. I'll give the edge though to the Packers. I think the Packers. I don't know. I think they're a better coach team. So I'll, I'll give the edge to the Packers. So yeah, my big time pick is the Packers beat the Raiders in Monday Night Football. So boom, there you go. Uh, I just want to thank you guys for listening. Uh, without you guys, this doesn't exist. So many episodes, and it's only happening because of you guys. So again, thank you. Also, because you subscribe, you download, and and you follow, it it spreads. So again, because of you guys, <laughs> I, I this I'm still able to do this, and I love doing this. So again, thank you guys. Also. Follow me on, on social media, on Twitter, uh, at Pulliam, P-U-L-L-I-A-M, underscore Blake, all lowercase, and threads, uh, Blake, underscore Pulliam, one, all lowercase, and on TikTok, uh, the Triple Option Report, just like my podcast. So uh, that's it for today. See you guys again on Wednesday, Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. See you guys. Bye.